go. go. You know what button I didn't press? What is that? The very scary button that says upgrade to Windows 11 is ready for your PC. The 11, this has to be good. I'm not going to do that 10 minutes before we start Cast Iron Brains, a podcast that knows that winning never taught anyone anything about themselves or about anyone or anything else. That winning only ever teaches everyone else about you. That winning, as has been said before, winning too much takes joy and calcifies it into depraved, joyless entitlement. But that losing, losing is a great teacher. Losing shows you how much you really care. That person you loved, but for all you know, never spared a thought about you? That pain? That pain sits sharply atop whole unexplored universes. What you never got, what you only imagined, that perfect, towering, unrealized potential? That's as close to immortality as any human has ever been. You won? You got what you wanted? You won the Super Bowl or the national title or the World Series? Did it fill you up? Was that really what was missing? Of course it didn't. Of course it wasn't. What was the next thought? The next thought was, oh, now what? What else is there? What can I have next? No, this podcast will take losing six days a week and twice on Sunday. Losing teaches you more about who you are and how much more you have to give. How many more times can you reach inside and pull out your heart and put it up? Risk that gaping chasm again and again and again. Put heart and soul and pride on the line. Losing teaches you how stupid that was, how much that hurt. Losing teaches you to be a human being. Losing teaches you that what was in there was enough was more than enough, was replenished and rebuilt and reborn, and it teaches you to put it up all over again. A podcast that, actually, has learned enough already. Thank you very much. Let's go, Braves! And, and Bulldogs. My name is Bob, sitting across the way from my good friend and co-host. That's Abe. How you doing tonight, Abe? Doing well, Bob. A man who was uh, much more tolerable to be around back before he started winning. That's for goddamn sure. <laughs> Lori's here, too. How you doing, Lori? I'm good. Does Abe win stuff? Yeah, he's infallible since the 2020 election, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Except Great. for those other times where I was. Except for all those other times. Tonight is Monday, October 25th, 2021. As you may have realized, if uh, you, the listeners out there, looking at the timestamp of this episode... It is not an hour and 47 minutes. It is not two hours and five minutes. It is not some obnoxious block of time that you have to listen to me drone on and whine and complain about things that no sane human being should be paying any attention to whatsoever. It is, in fact, a tight 30 minutes or so. Bob's just not going to, you're going to have a long take about something? Nope, and no, no takes. Cut it right off. No, no and nothing. Not let anyone respond to it, and it becomes just the fact of life. We're just we're just checking in here. I even set the the total length of this episode on the recording device to be much shorter than I usually oh. would, just to prevent myself from going off. It's Monday. The week is absolutely 
filled with nonsense. Starting tomorrow is my daughter's birthday. The World Series starts tomorrow. We've got a dog's birthday on Thursday. We also have both their ballet and their soccer tomorrow. Ballet and soccer. Uh, the boy has a birthday at the end of the week. The, the World dog Series is happening. The has one in the middle of the week. Chock full it's of It's all it. happening. I'm yeah. trying to get a big this project done that uh, I probably shouldn't even say anything about it because it's not going to come to fruition and everyone will be like, Haha, there's that, that Bob again talking about stuff that didn't happen. Uh, <laughs> but hopefully I get that done by the end of the week as well. It's just a lot of a lot of balls in Mostly, the air. Mostly, though, the real reason is baseball. The real reason is baseball. There's a lot of balls in the air. Uh, you, Abe, yes, uh, for some reason, are an unavailable to us next Monday night. It's 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 the first of ten home games that I'm attending for the other Atlanta team, the the Hawks. No, no, the Falcons are the other Atlanta team. Oh, the sorry. other other Atlanta team are the Hawks. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> and I got the. Uh, the weekend package starting on a Monday, which is everyone's a favorite weekend day. <laughs> That's right. It's not even a holiday weekend where they could like <laughs> trick you into thinking, "Oh yeah, this checks out." Yeah, I was swindled, and it turns out. I remember you talking last year I about how that. these these idiots over there at Phillips were trying to sweet talk us into buying the season ticket no, I package. 10 but tickets. I'm I'm far smarter than their sales tactics. <laughs> <laughs> I'd never be fooled into such silliness. And then and then you've got a 10-game weekend game. package that starts on a Monday. <laughs> One quarter of the full season. How dare you? How many tickets did you get? It was the 10. Basically, it's like 41 no, no, games. No, but like home. 10 solo tickets? Or how many seats are in oh, your package? Oh, um, three. They're like three people that committed to okay, it. Okay, that's fun. Yeah. So you get three tickets to 10 games. How are the seats? Are they just, they're just like get me in the door up, kind of but seats? They're at least... You can see the whole court. Yeah. Well, that'll be fun. But you're you're unavailable to us next Monday. Yes. And also, there's baseball, like, on either side of that, potentially, if the if the series goes the whole way. Oh, also, we got Georgia, Florida. We got Georgia, oh, Florida yeah. this Halloween. week. Halloween. It's our busiest week of the year Every from a personal year, standpoint. Every year it goes like this. Yeah. It's always Katie's birthday, Calvin's birthday, Georgia, Florida, Halloween. And every year it's like... Oh, maybe this will be easier next year. And it just, when you have them the way that they are, it's just going to be how it is. Yeah. And, and the Braves. It's a lot of sugar. It's a yeah. lot of sugar all at once. So, unfortunately, you people out there will be deprived one week of hearing me laugh at Mark Strassman make bad puns during his <laughs> uh, reports for the CBS Evening News. <laughs> But we're just here to bullshit for a little bit. It's just a, an excuse to check in. It's not a real episode. Feel free to uh, not listen to us. Always feel free bullshit. to not yes, listen. Yes, obviously. Yeah. What was uh, your, your guys' experience on Saturday? Because I, th- I think you guys went to the UVA Georgia Tech we game, We went right? to a little football game. Wasn't that running around the same time as the... Yes. Yeah, so that's game six of the NLCS. Now, there are... Obviously, there are many ways to watch a baseball game. The way that I watch most playoff baseball games is sort of hanging on every pitch and making a commentary through text message back and forth with my brothers and maybe a couple other buddies, occasionally you, although you t- you tend to just let me text my way through a baseball game without responding to it, which is smart of <laughs> you. Healthy. I'm nodding in approval. I'm doing the same thing, but in person, just letting it. I'm just not caring. So yes, I'm just I not could, letting myself care. I could 
watch every single pitch and send a text message like, you know, every 35 to 45 seconds or so hanging on every moment of the game. That's how I watch most playoff baseball games. We had decided that we were going to this Virginia game on Saturday night against the hated tech. And so that wasn't an option. I, I watched it on my phone in the app. Once I connected to Wi-Fi at the stadium, I was able to stream most of the game, in fact, just on my phone uh, oh, nice. on, on YouTube TV. So that was cool. And then we'll come back to the game in a minute, but we were walking home during the eighth inning and we got home for the ninth inning, basically Ooh, for nice. the closer to come on. Actually, I think we got home during the eighth inning, but we then got home during the eighth inning, during the eighth. Yeah. It took it. These games are forever, but yeah, we got home five outs. We were walking home and you said five outs, right? Yeah. So it's the eighth inning. We're eighth walking inning. home. We get home. The Braves have already batted or are batting in the bottom of the eighth and we're going to the top of the ninth. It's like, 11.30 or something, my kids are still awake. Our children are three hours past their bedtime, wow, four yeah. hours past their bedtime. And we get to watch that. And it was, you know, it was what it was. It's playoff baseball. It's just the absolute highest pressure from one second to the next type thing with no relief until it's completely over. And it was great. I love watching those guys win. And especially against this Dodgers team, which is like it's built in an unfair sort of they, manner. They were just an unlikable bunch. I'm sorry. But That guy uh, with the beard that's like like stenciled on, <laughs> which he can't help. Yeah. Uh, you shouldn't. You shouldn't talk mean about how other people look, but that's a, a very on well, purpose. Major League Baseball relief pitchers are like going through a thing right now where they're no, no, they're all him. trying to out compete one another in terms of bad facial hair. No, yeah. not them. They're fine. The guy who hits that looks French. I don't know what his name is. I don't. <laughs> I, I am intimately familiar with the lineup, and I have no idea which Frenchman Dodger it is that you, of of whom you speak. Okay, I'll figure it out. Anyway, the uh, the football game was fun, though. The kids had a blast. Apparently, they, they scored so a lot of points. So much fun at whatever they're calling that that we went to. It was forty-eight to forty. How many times can you recall seeing at the end of a football game a team recover an onside kick? Consecutively, two times in a row. Wow! Uh, tech. Did that happen? Yeah. So Tech does an onside kick with two minutes to go, recovers it, marches down the field and scores, and then with like forty-five seconds to go, kicks another onside kick, and Virginia just looks at it again. They, like the, it was really. It's like, <laughs> and we all knew this was going to happen. Like every well, I can't say everyone in the stadium because I think a lot of the people in the stadium have never seen football before. Okay, but. Just... Those of us who have seen football before all knew this is going to be an onside kick. Let's see how it goes. And then the whole UVA team seemed surprised by it. Yeah. They weren't even surprised. They just sort of watched it happen. Like they all gathered like over there on the do. side of the field where they knew the ball was coming. And then he just watched it go right by him. And then here comes the tech guy. He's like, oh, this, I'm allowed to grab this now because you didn't. And then he right. grabbed it. And that was, and they had possession of the ball again. It was very frustrating because while Tech did get out to a, a good lead early, a 13 to nothing lead, Virginia came back. They scored uh, of, 21 unanswered points. And then, yeah, they had multiple like 80-yard plays. Tech looked like shit on defense much of the night. Uh, it was satisfying. It was weird because 
we went, as I said we would, we went in all of our Georgia gear, and people were mostly just sort of confused by they our were. presence. It was really funny. They had no idea what to do with us. What's a bulldog doing at a tech game? You guys know this is their other team, right? Yeah, yeah we hate them. Yeah, we, You're welcome. We came to hate them. Yes. And then I'm walking out. I, I was filing out of the seats to go get snacks after the first quarter or something, and the guy over my shoulder gives me a roll tide. And I was like... Ooh. Come on, man! Like I, I came here to boo, that, to boo lustfully. Yeah. Lust- They're gonna fucking to, lose, to, is what's gonna happen. It's gonna be that guy's fault, and he'll know. He'll know it. He'll say, "Oh, I shouldn't have said that to that guy." I came to boo lustily against your competition, and you hit me with a roll tide yeah. as I'm walking by. Like, what is the fucking problem here, guy? I think it's AJ Pollock that I that I don't like. Yeah, Pollock. He doesn't look. look kind of... He doesn't look French at all. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, I don't like him. Anyway, I like the uh, the football game was fine. It's a nice little stadium. It was. It's like a sixty thousand person stadium, which is a. It was you know, kind of like going big. to my high school football games, where nobody really cares. So was it like sixty percent full? How how how? Yeah, uh, yeah it was about. Uh, I put it at like thirty-five to 40,000 people probably there. Oh, nice. The lower bowl was entirely filled up. The student section, they it have, a, they have though, like a lawn. There wasn't anyone directly next no, to you. No, when I say entirely filled up, I mean you like you look around and it feels it like everyone full, is there. But, there but is, it wasn't full. There was no shoulder to shoulder like right. this is uncomfortable sort of thing going on. Which is great in the times of COVID. But yeah. also this like the the, what is it? Virginia team started on defense, and the audience was quite like quiet and polite oh. about it. Wow! Just oh, let's see what Georgia Tech's gonna do. <laughs> You're supposed to yell, yeah, assholes. Yeah, there was a there was a like, and I don't know if I don't go to very many football games. I prefer the experience of watching at home, but like watching it in the crowd that we were watching it with, like there was a play early in the game where uh, the Tech quarterback throws a pick in the end zone, and it gets returned out like 40 yards, right? So it it feels like a big play in the way that I just described it. But watching it, what happened was the quarterback got smacked right in the face as he was letting go of the ball. And, and there was P.I. And and a flag comes flying in, like at the mo- like just, you know, guy's hands go yeah. right into the guy's head yeah. and face and knock him right over, and there's the flag. Yeah. And so immediately I'm like, oh, well, whatever happens next— it uh, doesn't actually right. matter. Roughing the it's passer, clear. helmet to the head. This is roughing yeah. the passer, hands to the face, yeah. etc. cetera. Uh, but then an interception is made, and it's run back 40 yards, and the whole crowd is just going nuts. And it's like like there's this weird dramatic <laughs> irony happening where I'm yeah. the only one yeah. in the crowd going, there's a piece of yellow laundry it on the like ground, you idiot. It was like that the whole game. It the, was a the, visible— They didn't know— what was happening? They okay. did. It's not a group of people that understand football. Wow. Yeah. It was. It was fun. It was genuinely fun. Yeah. I didn't care. Right. If I had cared, it would have been not fun. Right. High school game. But it was really. Care. It was fun. And then yeah. every time they score, they like hold hands and sing a song. <laughs> it's. Is that like a tradition? <laughs> yeah. They like hold hands. Yeah. And it's. Sway. They have one of those. They have one of those. It's not a fight song, like a, a, the, the alma mater or whatever you would call it. The song that they sang after they score, it's one of those, we wrote a song about tradition before we even really had a tradition. Like it's, okay. it's, it's nostalgic I for... I it goes back really far. I'm going to find out. Yeah, the song goes back to 
the early 20th century. But the point is, is that like it was a it was a song written to generate a feeling about a time that never actually previously <laughs> existed. It's like a song that is nostalgic for a nostalgia that never actually happened. Right. But, you know, by the fact of it being repeated over and over again for the last hundred years, it becomes that. It's called The Good Old Song. The Good yeah. Old Song, wow. That's literally what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> it's called The Good Old Song. And no, we're not going to read the lyrics of it. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it was fun. And, and you can buy beer at, at college and football wine. games now, which oh, I didn't know. Right. Yeah. Or at least here you can. I don't and know. And hot chocolate. Very, very hot, hot chocolate that I was so worried one of my children was going to spill on someone as we were walking back. And, like, the people at Virginia Games are not the drunk, obnoxious brand of people. Yeah. So they were very aware of these small children with hot beverages. But in many other circumstances, this would have been a no-go. Like, we're going to stand here until this cools because you're going to spill that on some drunk person. Yeah, and it was fun. The kid kids had never been to a football game before. Calvin yesterday was already talking about how we can go to a Virginia game next year. I was like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "Well, when we go next year." It's like, "Okay, I guess we're going to a game next year." Sure, Is you've decided. Playing? What about you? What did you do this weekend? So I, I was in um, Asheville, North Carolina, for the weekend. One of my friends got married or getting married or whatever. Just an excuse to. Oh, you don't know. Go to Asheville. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, it Asheville is a really nice town. The people are nice, but it's the whole weekend. It just kind of had a weird vibe, and so I'm like, this is not like a sports town. So like on Saturday, the plan was to you know go out and watch the Braves game. It wasn't clear initially if they were going to bump the game to eight o'clock because initially it was slotted for five in the event. The Astros game was oh, going to happen. That's what happened. That right. was confusing. Yeah, so basically, the, the morning of, I thought, okay, well, surely they're going to say anything, but until, like... Do you know what's... You know what's so you've complained about Google before, right? Yeah. Do you know what's funny is that I searched exactly that question on Saturday. Yeah. Because in my head, I had said, this is a 5 o'clock yeah. game. We're going to watch a couple hours of it before we have to walk up to the stadium. Right. And then, like, there won't be conflict. Like, I just won't be able to watch the end of the game. It's just as simple as that. Uh, if I'm lucky, I can catch it on my phone. But what I was go- – and then I, I'm looking and it's like, oh, it's 8 o'clock. I guess I was wrong. But then I'm Googling trying to figure out, wait, was I wrong about this right. or did they in fact change it? And trying to find that exact piece of information, the Google algorithm is terrible at delivering that. Outdated yeah. information. Right, because it is. what it really wants to feed yeah. you is what is correct right now yeah. without confusing you with what things were just five fucking when minutes ago. Wrong. Right. And at the bottom would be wrong now. bumped or whatever because – I yeah. assumed they were going to do it, but it happened like at 2 p.m. or something. It, was, it, was, it wasn't like right. overnight. They had it's, we've always been at war with East Asia kind of thing. It's yeah, like, no, yeah. the game was always at 8 o'clock, according <laughs> to Google. <laughs> Just trust us. The game so, is at 8 as it was five hours ago. <laughs> so basically, we you know, took a lift from our Airbnb place to downtown Asheville, like at 4.30, expecting a 5 o'clock game. And then on the way there, I looked at my phone again. It's like, oh, great. They just not bumped it. But right. going back to Asheville for just quickly. So just to be clear, I called around the sports bars to, to make sure that they're playing the 
elimination game possibly of the NLCS, right. right? Something you shouldn't have to do anywhere in any town, right? But I was like, this place is a little weird. Let me confirm all my uh, like at least one I mean, of my friends. It's like, a sports bar. I mean, I'm sure you could be worried about there being a college football game on, but you're not worried that they're going to have like the HGTV channel on. What? They're not going to be showing House Hunters or something at the sports bar. If I bar, were going right? to Asheville, that's what I would worry about. HGTV <laughs> is exactly what I would expect in a bar in Asheville. Yeah, that would not have surprised me. But I called. Some people were like, "Oh, you're overreacting. Clearly, they're going to show the, the Braves game." And I'm, right. let me just call. And I call, and they're the the first one that I called was like. I asked them, oh, I guess you guys are showing the, the Braves game. And I was going to ask if they're going to have the sound out or not, basically. And they were like, probably not. Like, I think there are, like, some other football games people may want to watch. Like, they weren't even like, oh, there's this game we're going to watch, you know. They're just right. like, there could be something else on and fuck your game. Basically, them trying to be, like, weird. Like, oh, we're, like, Austin and Portland. We're, like, weird. I Is think this that's something that you've for. done in other towns where you call ahead to sports bars Never. to find out what, what they're planning on putting on the television? No, just we were there a couple of days early, and just the experience Thursday night and Friday night, I was like, okay, this place is not— You could tell on a Thursday night and a Friday night that the, the sports scene was just not what it needed to be? I, was like, I could have told you that. <laughs> I, I, I guess I didn't, I didn't read the literature, but like I was like, this is probably unfounded prejudice on my part, but— Let's see. Turns what was out- the so what? I'm gonna make you say something uncomfortable here, hopefully. But what what about the people that you were surrounded by <laughs> made you think that this would not be happening? That the Braves would not be on television? But there wasn't. Anything- it was a bunch of easily offended snowflake Native Americans, wasn't it, Abe? And they, <laughs> and they just they object to the naming convention and the tomahawk chop and all the rest. I don't know what it was, because on paper everything like this I've never seen that many breweries in a town it's not that big of a town and it's like they have breweries like most small towns have churches like on every street corner and like they like beer should i pull up what you said in the text abe (laughs) i said uh, a lot of things do you want to come out do you want to just come out with why you think that maybe they weren't going to play the braves game perhaps in a, uh, I want to. I think I'm being unfair to them, even though the whole weekend I was uh, vindicated at every point uh, about my suspicions. But yeah, basically, Asheville is very liberal. Uh, uh, oppressively, oppressively liberal. <laughs> suffocatingly, is what you said. so sometimes. Suffocatingly, you're and, right. Suffocatingly liberal. Because they have all these plastered signs about this person who died, and we believe in this. And like, okay, all are you great. saying you didn't? You, that made you uncomfortable that this <laughs> place that was. I'm sure was talking about how much your life in particular mattered on every street corner. <laughs> By the way, I think I was like literally there was like two black people in that. Actually, was very like uh, right, yeah, yeah, but, of course. Know, my fucking life mattered. There'd be a couple more of them roaming about. <laughs> you would think. Get me back to Atlanta. That's right. My people are killing each other in the streets. Anyways, so we go and we're basically we got three hours to kill in the city and. I make a friend of of somebody. Just somebody came like, oh, I'm going to be friends with this guy with a Colts hoodie on. Naturally. <laughs> now, to be fair, I think I unfairly accused him of being a serial killer. He's like a pleasant fellow from Virginia. Eventually, we go find a TV, and then we move to a different location. We end up watching like the last like four innings on my iPhone Mini because the they were we not to, they were not showing the baseball game at a sports bar. They were. Showing football games, and there was like one TV, but we're like we're, we're a place where we could sit down. We sat down, and a group of girls were sitting next to us, right? I think they came afterwards, and they too had the same idea. 
they had their phones on, and eventually they realized our feed was like 20 seconds faster. And so everybody's just watching the game on my iPhone mini. I think on it was like your at least five 10 inch people. iPhone. Yeah. It was just a very bizarre viewing experience. This is where you take the girls. So girls have this sort of power that you and your friends do not. They go to the bartender and they say, the Braves game, please. <laughs> we are girls. We get what we want in these sort of establishments. Asheville is the kind of town that I wouldn't put it past them to say no. Like they're, they're, it's, I'm telling you, it's a very weird. I've never experienced, like, boy, these people just don't care about sports. Hmm. You should have tried the Applebee's or something. Surely. Yeah, that's the thing. You <laughs> sure. need to you you got to go to the Applebee's where yeah. they have like sixty TVs. But it was overall fun. Yeah. Okay. Good night. Yeah, I wasn't fucking around. I think that's all we're going to talk do, about do, tonight. Do you have, basically, we're not any predicting of the world. Do you? How do you think it shakes Fuck out? Fuck that. There's no sweep um, either. There's no sweep either way, right? There's no, gonna, there's probably no sweep. So I don't know much about the Astros. I didn't see any Astros games last year, obviously, because there was no interleague play. There was this year, but I don't think we played the Astros. Now I've forgotten everything that's happened. Yeah. Another another demonstration of the uh, no just God out there, the, the Houston Astros, despite their shit baggery, still continuing to find success. Bunch of fucking cheaters, it, yeah. But there's no, like, you know, cost. It's just like, oh, we're still no. in it. I don't know. I... Uh, I'm glad that it's not the Red Sox who at various times this year felt like one of those underdog team of destiny bullshit Boston teams that we've seen way too many of in the last uh, 20 years or so. So I'm glad it's not them. The Astros are a very good team. They have Jose Altuve is obviously one of the best players in baseball. They have uh, Correa who's another, he's probably better than Altuve right now actually. But who knows? I have no idea what's going to happen with the Braves. This is a team that lost their best player and one of the best players in the major leagues this year in uh, Acuna to the knee injury. They lost Ozuna to the wife beating. They lost. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. I mean, and he was supposed to hit, you know, 40 or 50 home runs for this team. They lost their entire outfield and rebuilt the outfield twice over the course of the season. They lost Soroka, who was supposed to come back in April or May from his Achilles tear, but he tore his fucking Achilles again, so he's going to be out until who knows when, and he was there, supposed to be their ace this year. So it's a team that, by the time we got to the middle of summer, hadn't really achieved even 500 all year long. They'd been floating five, six, two or three games below 500 all summer, and then finally got there. And then since the trade deadline has been fantastic. Uh, Max really Fried. Really great article in The Athletic about that team, if yeah. you were interested in reading that. Max Fried has been terrific since the All-Star break. In fried. Every, it says fried. His name is clearly. Fried <laughs> in every appearance except against the Dodgers. And we don't have to play the Dodgers again uh, anymore this year. And Charlie Morton has been a legit ace at 37 years old. The only, like, gaping hole in the team is the closer, which should sound familiar to uh, many Braves fans. Uh, Will Smith is a fucking bum, and he makes everything way more terrible and exciting than it needs to be. If, if you are a completely neutral party and don't care about anything, what you are hoping for in terms of drama in this series is for Will Smith to come up with a uh, in the in the ninth inning with a two-run lead because he will immediately put two base runners on and the game will be in question before before we're 30 seconds into the ninth inning. So 
You have that to look forward to if you're willing to stay up until one fucking Eastern to watch the end of these baseball games. I am probably not. It's probably going to be a thing I find out every morning. But in terms of predictions, uh, I'm, I am ashamed to say that one of the first things I did when they legalized sports betting in Virginia is I bet $50 on the Braves to win the World Series. At, oh, did you? At, yeah, at, at back in March at plus 1,000 <laughs> odds. I was Why like, would you be ashamed to say that? Because like now I desperately wish I had not bet I, I wish that I had no financial interest whatsoever in this game. It's fifty dollars that you spent how long ago? Back in March. It's not. It's gone. That's a horrible jinx to put on your favorite team no, because no, at the no, time no, 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 I'm no, looking no. at it's it. Not. I'm looking at it and I'm going, this is actually a pretty good value. No. I think the Braves are one of the two or three best teams in all of baseball. This is before I knew that Acuna wouldn't play and the outfield yeah, ne- need to be remade. Thing. But the point is, like now, it's like, oh, that's terrible. I have, I have angered the 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 gambling gods and i will pay for this no you have paid for it already yeah that's the thing it doesn't it was so long ago if you did it now that would be stupid but you did it so long ago yeah well now there's no value now the braves are like only like plus 125 there's no yeah they're barely an underdog you're fine the tickets are going for between 800 and a thousand dollars for like the cheapest seats for, for for not even for standing seats, room. yeah, standing just to be, yeah. room seats at SunTrust for Game Three, I saw were a thousand dollars. My brother Chris texts me. He goes, "You know, if my wife wasn't about to shit out a baby, I'd be going to Game Three. <laughs> it does sound like him. And so then I go on StubHub and I screenshot the the cheapest available seats. He knows. And I sent it. I was like, "Oh yeah, you'd be going." And it's like a thousand dollars to walk in and he said oh yeah probably not it's crazy because i don't think anybody had any idea because a lot of people were like oh we should check out one of the games as if it's like you know the cubs in the regular season it's like this is like the world series it's probably gonna be ridiculous because the braves and also georgia football fans anytime they do good ticket price is always ridiculous like the, right. i guess georgia fans have a lot of money to spare because it's always it's, that they, it's not even that they have money to spare it's that they want to spend it on sports right yeah. well crazy people. in part the braves thing is that like turner field held fifty six thousand people the cobb stadium the 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 cobb braves the the team out in marietta that only holds like 40,000 people so you've dramatically throttled how many people can actually get into the stadium by by moving out to Cobb. Right. And like I mean 40,000 people in a city the size of Atlanta is a nothing stadium. So that's of true. course the demand is going to be I guess that's why the the surrounding area the battery where they usually have watch parties for the away games it's probably going to be a zoo for the home games too. It's going to be yeah, too many be people. Awful. Yeah. It's be actually awful. No. Yeah. But uh good night. <laughs> anyway, my prediction is that, uh, of course, the Braves are going to win the World Series, and I let's say six games because they can't, they won't win it at home. They'll win it. They'll win it on the road in Houston in Game Six. How about you? Who you got? Uh, I guess I go. Yeah, yeah, six. I'll ride your coattail since you're uh, you predicted that they would make it this far, right? With your yeah, pre- predicted. Prediction. The dogs, of course, play Florida on – this is, again, as we say, this is a sports podcast on uh, Saturday at 3.30. Oh, that's the, uh, the, steamrolling. I can't believe they're actually having the game. Just a shellacking. <laughs> Shut up, Abe. They are a – I believe they're like a two-touchdown favorite or it opened yep, at a exactly. two-touchdown favorite. 14 points. Who you got there, Abe? Oh, this is going to be a shellacking. At least 
at least 18 points. I like it. Okay, if Florida loses by that much, Dan Mullen <laughs> done? Uh, no, I think I don't think so. Okay, I give it the rest so. of the year. Yeah. No, Dan Mullen is a good coach. I don't think I don't think Florida's getting rid of him. All right, well, fuck him. Yeah. You've been listening to Cast Iron Brains, a very short version of our podcast with Bob and Abe. You can find the show on Facebook or Twitter. Head over to castironbrains.com. We will have nothing of interest or note in the show note this week. I will provide you no links. I will provide you no context. A good athletic article, maybe, that this you are behind a paywall. was just to check in because, as I said, the chances are we will not be doing a podcast next week uh, because if we were going to record one next week, we would record on Sunday. But uh, as much fun as it would be to record a podcast while there was a <laughs> World Series baseball. baseball game happening yeah. in the background, I don't think I would be fully tuned in. And and we're just going to have to put off our bogus future uh, for one more week. I've been saying we're going to get to it. We should have one carve out in the event that it's like a sweep game, you know, then we should try to work that in. The Braves sweeping other than that, if no. the if yes, if the Braves are up three nothing, <laughs> although what is the game oh. four is Saturday? Oh no, yeah, no, you're game, right. So, so be, game okay. four is Saturday. Okay. Game five is Sunday. Okay. If the Braves are up three to one, maybe we think about recording no, on Sunday. No, don't night. be stupid. We'll talk to you in two weeks. Right. Talk to you in two weeks. Maybe I will. I'll say this here as a as a hope, a, a promise to myself. It's aspirational. This is aspirational. If I finish the story that I'm working on, maybe I'll record a version of the story Ooh. and upload it to the podcast feed as as an audio. Oh, hollow, it's a a spooky Halloween short story that I'm trying to write and and share with people. And if I get that done, maybe I'll slip that into the podcast feed Saturday or Sunday as well. Not that I not that I don't have anything else going on this fucking week. Anyway, did you uh, you go to the movies this week, Abe? I did not. I'm going to go see. Dune this week. Basically, I was out of I town. really want to see Dune. I, I was looking at Dune. I was going to make Dune my first trip back to the movie theaters since the whole pandemic thing happened. And then I realized I'm going to spend three hours in a movie theater on a Sunday when I have like all of this other shit that I want to do. It's like, no, I'm not going to do that. And it's on HBO if you have HBO. Yeah, and it's on HBO that I already right, pay so for it, anyway. But the, the, the thing is, is that when I saw Blade Runner 2049 in the theaters, which is another Dennis Villanueva movie, and he's the guy who's directed uh, Dune, I was just floored by the the visuals on the big screen and by the sound design in the in the Dolby Atmos movie theater. It was theater. also the first time we'd been to that particular theater. It was the first time we saw the oh. Dolby Atmos thing in, in real life. And I would love to be able to experience that in the theaters I will not. Instead, I'll watch it at some point. I'll Instead, watch it we'll on, go trick or treating. on TV. Yeah. I'm going in completely ignorant. I know nothing. I don't know if it's about sand dunes or either. something. I, I'm just walking in and just to see what it is. I have no, no, no concept yeah, I don't of know. what's going on. I never read Dune either. I, I know it only as like the meme version of itself that that the David Lynch movie has turned into in the in the culture. But yeah, I'm I'm excited to watch it. Uh, maybe we'll get to talk about that, and soon enough we'll be talking about Chappelle. There's even more Chappelle nonsense happening today, and and we can talk about Squid Game in a couple weeks, hopefully, as well. But I think that's it. Abe, uh, you got anything else for us tonight? Nope. 
Well, I guess that's all we've got for tonight, then. We will talk to you next time. Later. Abe, I can tell you my Asheville story, which is pretty brief. Okay, so it was before I met Bob. I had a friend named Carrie. Okay. And in Athens, she had a roommate named Derek. Derek and Carrie and I were walking around Asheville, and it was a Sunday night, so calm anyway, you know, like, no town is hopping on a Sunday night. And we kind of, we were like, let's go get a beer somewhere. And we walked by this bar that looked kind of nice, and we went in, and I think it was called, like, Sofa Bar or something, or maybe not. But there was lots of couches, it was very, like, welcoming, is the best way to describe it. Calm, welcoming, safe. We sat down, we each got a beer at this sat at the table with couches. And it was like, this is nice. Yeah. And I think all three of us at the exact same time was like cuz Carrie is one of those girls who just gets hit on, just giant boobs. Okay. Sort of exudes this hit on me energy. Right. It's like Carrie's not getting hit on. There are no dudes in here. This is a lesbian bar. <laughs> like it it was all at once. Like he's the only guy in here. This is nice. I this do, is I, lesbians. I do not believe that uh, hot chicks go to lesbian bars and don't get hit on. That sounds like you no, because she's up. clearly straight. Like we were clearly three straight people. Mm. We have this dude. Sounds problematic. I mean, whatever. <laughs> but then, what's so funny is every time someone is like, "Oh my God, Asheville is awesome." Yeah. Since then, it's been someone. In the LGBT community. Oh, like, have you I been to see. Asheville? It's okay. awesome. Just like, yeah, I've been there. It's fine. It's, I mean, <laughs> they, they have like trails and all. It's, it's an amazing town. Yeah. But this reminds me, actually, I forgot to mention this, but I think I signed like a membership to like four different clubs because they have mm. some weird rule where like this is not yeah. this obvious bar. North Carolina's weird. Yeah, this is obvious bar, not actually a bar, but it's a private membership and. I guess to yeah, that's oh, a North Carolina to, You have thing, to I join think. our club to drink here. Yeah, so I had to give them my ID, and they would scan the back, and they would look something up, and I, I actually got yeah. a card and a membership, and they're like, "Okay, now you're a member. Are these your guests?" It sounds like they haven't updated their blue laws since yeah. the 1920s. Yeah, it sounds, yeah. that's what it is. <laughs> right. it, it's so weird. Let's go, Braves. Thirty minutes tops. Just <laughs> take me over. A, a pure bullshit episode. <laughs> <laughs>